Good evening and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It is August 17th, 2020 and we're just going to talk tonight about being grafted in. Uh, We'll be looking at the scriptures that are attached to this which are Romans 11, 17 through 24, Ephesians 2, uh, 11 through 13, Ephesians 2, 19, and Ephesians 3, 6. As always, we're going to start out with a word of prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this podcast, Lord. Thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. We just thank you for Jesus coming and saving us and being able to serve and please you, Lord. We just thank you for the things that have come and the things that will go, Lord, that everything is done in your will and to please you lord we thank you we lift you up and magnify your name in jesus name amen okay so we're looking at the title of we were grafted in first we need a good definition of what the word grafted means and i was looking through the concordance in the bible and and the dictionary to see uh where this all came from the original word for grafted is graf and that's what they used in those times. But when we come to the modern time, we looked up the word grafted. And the word grafted uh, has two different meanings, but they were one and the same. Uh, the first one said to attach a twig or bud from one plant to another plant. So they are joined and uh, grown together. And they grow together. So, And then the second definition there was it says to join one thing to another as if by grafting skin so that's what we're looking at right now and um i do want to take a peek into romans chapter 11 verse 17 through 24 and i'll read that and it says and if some of the branches be broken off and thou being a wild olive tree were grafted in among them and with them partakest of the root and the fatness of the olive oil tree or the of the olive tree boast not against the branches but if thou boast thou bearest not the root but the root thee verse 19 thou will say then the branches were broken off that i might be grafted in verse 20 Well, because of unbelief they were broken off, and thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. Verse 21. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also spare not thee. Verse 22. Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity but toward thee goodness if thou continue in his goodness otherwise thou shalt be cut off verse 23 and that and they also if they abide not still in unbelief shall be grafted in for god is able to graft them in again so that means a second time verse 24 for if thou wert cut out of the olive tree which is wild by nature and were grafted contrary 
to nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? So that's Romans chapter 11, verses 17 through 24. And just looking at that in these verses, it shows that God grafted in the Gentiles that believe in him and in Jesus Christ. And here also Paul is comparing Israel to an olive tree. So when we look at it, it's a, there has to be a belief to be able to be included as a child of God, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile. So there's no mistake there that you have to believe in Jesus Christ and God to be saved. Uh, the Gentiles were looked upon, or pretty much looked down upon by the Jews because they, the Jews had a jealousy because the Gentiles were being put in that same position to be allowed to follow Christ. Um, God did this to draw Israel back in because they had a situation of unbelief and they were hardened towards God and Jesus Christ. So that just the unbelief is uh, hardened towards Christ. So we have to have a belief in Jesus. And then it's it, you just look at it and it says God can and will remove this hardening of unbelief. When he does that, and when many Gentiles believe, the Jews, and who are the old branches that he's talking about that are broken off, they will and can be grafted back in. But they have to have a belief in Jesus Christ. And at that time, uh, in this scripture, Paul's also warning the Gentiles to, to not be prideful because they need to be humble just because the jealousy of the Jews, they don't need to take that as being better than them. Um, the Gentiles were grafted in, and that's based upon their belief in Jesus. So, we have to take this into account that if they didn't believe, they'd be left out also. The Jews could have been left out if they don't follow Christ and turn back to him and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Um, this allows God to renew his covenant with his people and uh, the fact that he's given them a second chance because he's, he talks about it and he says that they can be grafted in again. And that's in verse 23. So that's amazing because that just shows how faithful God is. It shows his power and it shows that God is a God of second chances. And if we believe upon Jesus Christ, God's going to take care of us. <clears throat> the unbelief and the rejection of Jesus at that time was a huge infidelity. This is why it says the branches were broken off. So it's like a pruning when you prune the branches, you get rid of the dead stuff or the things that aren't working. So they were broken off. Um, it actually gave those with faith 
in Christ, a place with Christ because of their belief. So that's why we share that belief in Jesus Christ gets us in perfect relationship with him. And it also saves us and gives us eternal life, which Jesus came to save us all. God called the Jews the natural branches because they were born from people who God has sent as a part of himself. And in verse 23, it says, if they don't remain unbelievers, they can be grafted in. It says God is able to do this. This one shows God's awesome and mighty power. And we don't give him enough credit. Where's due? Because he has that power. So if with belief, they can get back what they lost in their unbelief. So it's better to believe than not believe. Um, two, it also it shows that God can overturn their situation as well as our situation. So we have to look to Christ and and just be mindful of that, that he can change whatever we are going through. And if we stop for a minute and we can go back to these other verses in Ephesians and look and see what they say. So I'm going to look at Ephesians chapter 2. Um, let's see, verse 11 through 13, and it says, Wherefore, remember that ye, being in time past, Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, verse 12, that at that time, Ye were without Christ, so they're without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Verse 13, but now in Jesus Christ, or in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. So that just shows right there that if without it you're an alien to Jesus but with him, you are covered by his blood. And that's amazing. It's a hallelujah shouting period right there. We should all get excited about that. And if we skip down Ephesians 2.19, it says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. So that just says right there that our belief in Christ makes it that we're not strangers to Christ, we're not foreigners, but we're also with Christ. And when we're with Christ, we're, we are in God's household, the household of faith. So let's jump to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6, and see what it says. It says that the, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. So, right there, the gospel of Jesus, it helps us because it puts us in the same light as those Jews and us being Gentiles that we get to share and become joint heirs with Christ and we get everything that they get 
and it, we should be thankful because that transplant, the grafted, or the transfer of what God wants us to have, or it's also like an implant, when your skin gets grafted, it lifts up and it puts in, that's, that's basically what this is doing, and that's what those branches are. So we're able to get in right relationship with Him and be what He wants us to be, and it gives us a right to the tree of life. This definitely shows a conversion can take place in Jesus Christ. It also, it, it takes a want, it takes a belief in Christ, and a real transformation of the heart and mind. And if you look at Romans 12 and 2, it talks about being transformed by the renewing of our mind. So that goes right along with this because it walks us up that road to see that if we have a changed heart and mind, in Jesus Christ, things can change and their conversion can take place. God can take unlikely things and then make them likely. So it could be the nastiest situation, but when God shows up, he can turn it all for the good. Being grafted in, that, that gives us that chance if we accept Jesus. So that's why there's that free gift of salvation. This gives hope for the unbeliever of the day in this age. So that gives us all hope. Because without Jesus' blood and covering us, we could have got skipped over. He went to the cross and died for our sins and put his life on the line so that we might be saved. He didn't sin. We did. Jesus was sinless. So this all takes into effect of us being grafted in and God thinking about us and caring about us enough that he provided a way and that way was Jesus if God could do this for the Jews and the Gentiles of that time he can do the same thing for the people of this time so we as people got to wake up get in belief start showing love follow God's commandments follow the commandment Jesus gave which is to love God and to love our neighbors as ourselves and just be thankful be be thankful tell the lord thank you for having mercy on me thank you for being what we need thank you for pro providing a way which is jesus christ that his blood covered every sin that we had because if it wasn't for the remission of sins we would be damned to hell I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for that he created a way that even after Adam messed up and all the others that messed up in the Bible, all the characters we talk about, that Jesus came to provide life so that we can have life and have it more abundantly, that we could have eternity with him. God, we thank you for being able to be grafted in and share what the Jews have, share what the Gentiles have, share what the least of these have. Lord, we just thank you right now that your Holy Spirit is kicking in. God, we just thank you for it. We thank you for power when the Holy Spirit comes. We thank you for Jesus, and we thank you for you, God. Somebody accept him today. He made that way for you to have salvation, to save your soul from the damnation of hell and not be condemned for the rest of your eternal life. To be separated from God is a sad thing.
He tells us in Romans chapter 8, and I always go to this 28 through 38, that, man, he cares for us. And if we're his chosen people, all things work for the good. But he doesn't want us separated from the love of God. So meditate on that. Take it in. Show love and be who he told you to be. In times like these, we need to read Psalms 91 so we know we're covered. We need to read Psalm 23 so we're not walking alone. We need to share the gospel. We need to look at the gospels in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We need to take heed of Revelation. He gives us a path. He tells us what's coming. We just have to step in there and be ready. The only way to be ready is to read his word and take it for what it says and not add to it and not take away. We have to learn to trust God and give our hearts to him. If he knocks, we got to open the door. If he knocks, we have to stop thinking about ourselves and let him release his power and love in our lives. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the fact that you grafted us in. We thank you for the fact that you sent Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Lord, we just thank you for the Holy Spirit that you sent to comfort us. We thank you for you being almighty and all-powerful, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Lord, we just thank you right now. Lord, we lift up your name and magnify you. Lord, we thank you for your glory, for your will and your way. Lord, we just thank you for what is to come, what's been in the past, and Lord, eternal life. We just thank you. We lift you up right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. We hope you got something from it. Share with somebody. Share the love of Christ. That they might say, what must I do to be saved? Show them the word. Share it with them. Accept, believe, and step into his blessing. Step into eternal life with him. Because he cares. He told us, cast all your cares on me. Because I care. God bless you. God love you. And God keep you.